and welcome back to the female fit this is episode five of the elite series and as you've guessed we have another guest this lady has represented zimbabwe at the netball world cup at liverpool in 2019 she got her first two caps at the world cup um, she was also in the vitality super league in 2019 she's still waiting on making her debut within the super league She's also been part of the Love for Lightning and um, Seven Stars Pathway for under-21s. She's also been captain of the NTU netball team and has won the Varsity Games in 2019 and is currently part of the Zimbabwe netball team and NTU first team. It's Adelaide Muskwa. How are you doing? Hi. <laughs> How are you doing? That's such a, such a long intro. <laughs> so many achievements me and Brit love it like I message Brit every week and I'm like oh I've got this girl coming on for us next week and she's got so many achievements (laughs) (laughs) oh so how did you get into netball like how did it all start um I think it started when I was in uh I want to say year nine um I didn't really before even netball, I was my family is really into tennis, so it was pretty much tennis in my household. And then I have a twin brother, and he played football. So before netball, it was just tennis, tennis, tennis. <laughs> and then I got playing in year nine. Um, from year nine, I think I went to county trials, got into county, and then from county, the coaches were like, "Oh, I think you probably need to trial for regionals as well." Um, went to regional trials, got in, and then since then it's just taken over my life yeah and then I had to tell my dad who was my tennis coach and like oh I'm so sorry but I'm going <laughs> to dedicate my time to netball now um but he was very understanding um so yeah that's how pretty much I got into netball and since then I haven't stopped it's mm-hmm. pretty much my second what can I say I don't have any children but it's literally my baby <laughs> yeah oh just become your life that's amazing yeah netball is like the most common thing that you play as a girl at school isn't it like year seven eight and nine they're like that's always on the curriculum yes, it is. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's hard it, to go throughout your life without playing it at one point yeah, yeah it is and like i don't even know how i didn't even play it in year seven or year eight um but it just happened um one of the PE teachers was like like you know what you're tall you got the height I'm sure you can you play tennis so I'm sure you can play this sport and then since then she was like yeah you can't leave you're in the team (laughs) (laughs) oh my goodness so talk us through how you got to play for Zimbabwe because that is insane that sounds so cool uh it's so crazy like the other day um Sometimes it's actually a dream or even sometimes it's like a long lost memory because of COVID. But the other day I must have been speaking to my mum and I was like, it's just weird how sometimes you can speak things to existence. Mm -hmm. I must have been talking to one of my friends in um, at uni and I was like, one day I will will play for Zimbabwe. And I think that was in 2018, um, going to the end of 2018. um, And I was on placement at the time. And then I must have, because I go to Zimbabwe very frequently. Um, I must have been in contact with the assistant coach there and they had qualified and they were like, oh, Adelaide, you know, if you want, you can come down and train with us and we can see if you're a possibility to actually be a part of the team. 
And then I was like, okay, let me end my placement early. Let me fly over to Zimbabwe. Um, so I did two months in Zimbabwe, um, trade two months. Um, I got injured nine weeks. Uh, was it nine weeks before the World Cup? I think it was nine weeks before the World Cup. I got injured. Um, I chipped my tibula in my knee. Ooh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God. Um, so, and then I was pretty much, I was luckily enough before I got injured, I was able to um, play a friendly with Uganda, um, per- perform amazing. Um, and then sort of had to, came back, trained a little bit. And before we could go out to South Africa, that's when I injured myself. Um, went for a scan. The scan didn't look too good. Um, and then started seeing the physio down there. And they pretty much said that your injuries will take nine weeks to recover. Whether you'll be fit enough to run and perform, I'm not too sure. Mm. Um, so I was like, I'll do everything that you told me, I yeah. promise. I want to So I did that. Um, and... I got, I was probably, I would probably say I was probably about 90% fit. Um, I wasn't confident on like not training without a knee guard or being strapped up. Um, but yeah, I pretty much was able to convince myself, um, convince the Zimbabwe national team. I was like, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> um, just how badly I really wanted to, you know, um, go to the World Cup and experience it. Um, and then... By the grace of God, I was then um, put in the final 12. Um, so grateful. <laughs> and then, yeah, I came back, um, did a little bit more rehab before the girls came here to the UK. Um, and then, yeah, performed, got my first two caps ever for Zimbabwe at the World yeah. Cup. So, yeah. Wow. <laughs> That's insane. That's insane. The fact that you had an injury as well and you were like, no, not letting this stop me. Yeah. It's all going. Goodness. <laughs> Um, Brit's probably gonna be really pissed at me. <laughs> I uh, I forgot to say that she was here again, and I did it last week, guys. But you you can guess she's here. You know what? It's voice. okay. I get used to it now. You just get so excited about the guest, Lauren. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I just pick the guest up and just forget about that Brit's here. But she is here just to You're let just you know. You're just here chipping every now and then. Absolutely. <laughs> oh goodness me. So let's go over what you study at uni because me and Britt found that out just before we came on this episode and we were like that that's so cool we got to ask her about that so tell our listeners what you're studying at uni yeah so I did my undergrad um graduated last year um studying product design BA Mm -hmm. um so I'm currently studying interior architecture and design MA (laughs) um so it's pretty much a lot of people go well, my family goes, how have you gone to one? It's still a creative subject, but it's like a totally different sector um, for your master's. Um, but no, I love it. And I think I've made the, the best jump I could ever do. Um, so yeah, so I'm studying interior architecture and design. Um, so far, I'm loving it. A um, mm-hmm. little bit stressed, <laughs> but that's how uni is. And that's how education is. But I know once I finish, I'll be so happy. So <laughs> yeah. what are uni like with study and netball? Because you, am I right saying you're a scholar? Yeah. Yeah, yes. so they're, they're a bit more supportive, aren't they? So what are they like? Is that, Do they quite understand like the hard work? And you said earlier that you had to finish your placement early. So how did that work out? And Yeah, um, so with my placement, I kind of um, 
for you to be awarded a placement, you had to have done six months. Mm-hmm. So I had luckily done six months um, and I had the opportunity. After six months, um, they said, would you like to extend your contract? And then that was when I was in communication with Zimbabwe and I just spoke to my parents and I was like, you know what, I've learned a lot. A lot. Um, I want to kind of go ahead and experience, you know, being a part of the national team and understand mm-hmm. that. So my parents and my family was very supportive and then I kind of leaned that way and then <laughs> flew off to Zimbabwe. It's almost like you got two experiences in one year. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I, I wouldn't be complaining. <laughs> yeah, no, two, 2019 was probably a really, really great year for me. Like, yeah, yeah it was amazing. Um, and then regards to NTU and being a scholar, I think NTU, I'm just the best uh, especially the NTU sports they're the very very supportive mm. in all athletes and all that you do um in anything especially it's that communication that they have they, that they have with your lecturers um they allow them to know that you perform at the highest level within your sport and that in any situation that they may need like if there wasn't COVID um we as the Zimbabwe national team had a few, would have had a few friendlies okay. and that would have been me out of uni for a few days or mm-hmm. a few weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, so they communicate that and say, oh, she's a national um, performing, performance uh, athlete of ours um, in any situation, just to be understanding. And it's pretty much like, I was pretty much shocked when I got in, when I went to my first class um, um, of my masters, they're like, "Oh, you're the nutful girl." And I was like, oh, "How do you even know? <laughs> I haven't even said anything." Wow. And then that's how they ended up building a conversation. Um, and I think they always bring it up. They're like, "Oh, we must have had a conversation on Monday." They're like, "Oh, how are you guys keeping fit?" Or you know, sane and with this COVID. I was like, "Oh, I just you know go out and run." They're like, oh, mm. "Of course, I'd leave." You are. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, you get to build you get to build a relationship with your lecturers just due due to that communication that NTU Sport have mm. and understanding that you have yes, education is one of your priorities, but you also have an, another priority on the side which is your sports. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it's been good being a scholar and you know reaping the benefits of being a scholar and having the sport there at NTU. Yeah, yeah from what I've heard, NTU Sport are good. Mm. Like. I obviously I've only done the whole cheerleading society, so I don't know. But when yeah. I've talked to elite athletes that are going to NTU, or when I've talked to people outside of the podcast, I don't I don't think I've ever heard a bad thing about them. No, when it comes I haven't. To no. No. Yeah, no, they're extremely supportive. Like the team that they have is just great. Um, like you can you can talk about just it can be either about education, about sport, about your goals. Um, they kind of allow you to reflect and understand where do you want to be after uni mm-hmm. um, or during current uni. They also want you to not just focus on one thing or just your sport and neglect your education. They allow you to know that we want to try and get a good balance of both. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what they're very good at. I think it's when you're comfortable to go and perform and, you know, go in bucks and knowing that, oh, no, I'm, I'm actually feeling OK about my uni work. Mm-hmm. Um, that's how they help you. It's the worst thing as an athlete to know, to go on the pitch or go on the court knowing that I've got assignment due for tomorrow yeah. that I haven't even started because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you don't know how to balance your things. Mm. Um, but I think that's something I've been educated uh, by NTU Sport, by developing myself and just 
getting to know and talking to other people around me mm-hmm. so yeah mm-hmm. oh that's amazing yeah because to be honest like, I can even though I'm not a scholar um and I started I didn't start but my technically my first competition in bodybuilding was 2019 so I was doing prep and all sorts and preparing for the competition in 2018 through my off season but like a couple of lecturers knew about that and even they were like oh how's it going like you know like they remember those things so yeah I really love NTU for that and I was just about to say we've not even told our listeners like they're probably listening and have gathered this but we go to the same uni (laughs) I always forget to mention it we had this with um Danielle the other week I just didn't really mention it and then it was like oh I should probably say (laughs) oh so talking on like COVID how's COVID affected things recently with like personally for you with your training and I guess as the sport as a whole like everything grounded to a stop yeah like recently after i think they were saying after 11 months the netball super league so the vitality netball super league has come back yeah so it came back last week um Mm -hmm. friday which was amazing um so i watched every single game and forgot that i had work to do (laughs) (laughs) so i'm kind of on catch up at the moment um so that's been effective affected a lot of athletes um and for me, um, after the World Cup, it was kind of very difficult to get back myself back into the Super League. Mm. Um, because with Netball, it's kind of, if you're, I'm now going on, I'm 22 going on to 23. So if you're not a part of the pathway, you're not seen. So it's kind of figuring out how you can get yourself seen or contacting okay. coaches and um figuring out how you can get that opportunity plus they no longer have trials no more so it's kind of like how do I open myself like Mm -hmm. open the door so I've realized during COVID like it's not opportunity comes to you can you kind of have to find opportunity so that's what I've been trying to do during COVID and also ensuring ensuring that when I do go out and start contacting teams and super league teams that I'm at the point where I know I'm fit I'm strong um, so luckily enough, um, my brother's also an athlete. Um, he plays uh, professional football. So we kind of thought we can't live without a gym. My dad loves mm-hmm. the gym. <laughs> so <laughs> we converted our garage into a gym. Yes, I love uh, that. <laughs> <laughs> so that had to be done. I think that was done during the first lockdown because I think we're all just going crazy without any like <laughs> actual mm. being able to build our muscles up. Um, and then I train with my brother and my little brother here and there. Um, and then I try and go out and run if I can. It's just the mo- like my motivation for like running is like I have to really force myself out of bed um, <laughs> and be like, let's go, Adelaide. Let's, let's get this done. Um, and then, yeah, I'm just working on strengthening, uh, you know, my muscles and building some uh, muscle mass Um so that I don't get in any further injuries, yeah. Yeah. Um, especially after this after this long duration of not mm-hmm. playing. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's affected a lot of us athletes because um, England netball and the government, I think they're only allowing professional netball players yeah. to play. So those mm-hmm. la- those ladies that are in the Super League are yeah. those that are performing. So all of us below that are not allowed to even oh, play gosh. any sort of yeah. netball whatsoever. So it's kind of really affected us. Um, I think a few weeks back, I must have been speaking to one of my, uh, my mum and the NTU netball coach. Mm. Um, and I said, oh my God, I didn't realise I, I miss it this badly now. It, like, it, it got to a point where I was like, 
yeah, I can't, I really cannot live <laughs> yeah. with this without this. I guess and you, you start to appreciate your sport because I know oh, sometimes as an athlete you have your ups and downs. Mm-hmm. But I think during this time, it's, you just start to appreciate the small little things that you have and the mm-hmm. small little things that you do. So, yeah. yeah. I 100% agree with that. Like, I've had, I, I have no shame in saying this, but like... <laughs> There have been gym sessions where I've been in the middle of the gym and cried because, you know, for someone, because I go to the gym, that's part of my sport. If a lift lift doesn't go well or not my way or I can't quite complete a set, like I get really annoyed about it. I get upset about it. It's not, it's completely different to someone that goes to the gym and they're just happy that they made it to the gym. Like I'll be mad if I didn't get that set. Brayden will be like, Lauren, you look so mad. I'm like, yeah, don't even talk to me. Like, just don't, don't. (laughs) Yeah, honestly, like the the amount of mental breakdowns. And then like, I look back at it now and I'm like, oh my God, I never want to be like that again. I'm like, I just want the gym. I don't care if I like, I don't quite (laughs) get the reps. I just get me back in there, please. (laughs) But no, I did the same. I converted my mum's conservatory into a gym and it's, it's fulfilled its purpose. (laughs) Oh no, that's great. I think a lot of people have probably done that. Yes. Um, Yeah. And I think I must have in December, um, I went to my uncle's wedding um, I think I was out in Zimbabwe for two weeks and then came back, had a lot of deadlines. So that was another two weeks. So three weeks of no physical exercise whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Then I was like, okay, let me get myself back into the gym. And what I usually squat, I couldn't do it. And I got <laughs> so upset with myself. And I was like, I'm just moving back. <laughs> uh, I was I was just so angry. Mum was like, well, you haven't tricked. I was like, no, it's not going to happen. that. I take a rest and I can come back and still do it. And she's like, sweetheart, that's not how the body works. Yes. So I'm like, mom, I don't want to hear it right now. <laughs> do you know what? That's so funny that you say that because I'm exactly the same. And Brayden's like, I swear you do sport and exercise science. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I do. But just let me have this moment of pain. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> my dad would say like, I don't know why you think walking is going to do any good for your muscles. Like, go on a run, get some tone. And I was like, don't talk to me. I'm not going for a run in this in this weather. And he's like, well, walking isn't going to make you tone like that. Like, <laughs> I was like, Dad, I know. And, I, and he's like, I bet you're aching after one workout now, aren't you? Like, Dad, I don't see you doing anything. I love it when parents and family try to talk to us about sports yeah. science. And it's just like, no, don't, don't. Not happening. Oh goodness me! Um, um, what you said, I was going to say what you said about motivation. It's quite funny because my friend yesterday said she's a footballer and she was like, yeah. "Get her on a pitch for ninety minutes, and she's happy to run around here, there, and everywhere for ninety minutes." Ask her to go on a run; she doesn't want to do it. No, that's and, so um, interesting. Yeah, she went on a run around like River Trent, and she apparently she only did like put three kilometers, and she was like. No, I'm going home now. <laughs> oh. oh, that is really not great. She was like, I just, I just can't run. If you ask me to run, I don't want to do it. I said play football and I'll be fine. Oh. Yeah, it's it's a sort of, it's a totally different sort of endurance or conditioning. Mm. You running, like, I even say, like, um, my friends um, and my brother, like, they're like, Ali, come on, let's go. Go and do it. Go and run. Like, they it's because like I discuss with them my goals so like when I'm not when I'm in bed or haven't sent them like 
what I've run and my time and all that. They're like, why haven't you put the work in? And I'm like, oh, please give me time. It's <laughs> like, it's a mental thing. Like you have to mentally get yourself like prepped to go out there. Mm-hmm. And then you have to get dressed. You have to get yourself out there. And then while you're running, like your chest will be hurting, yeah. parts of your muscles will be hurt. And you have to say to yourself, don't stop, don't yes. stop. Like, I think I'm, I ran, I must've, when was it? I ran yesterday. Um, and I think I ran like 2.8 uh, kilometers. And there was one point I was like, yeah, I'm stopping here. And I, I must've said out loud with like my beats on. I went, and they don't stop. <laughs> it was so loud. And I was like, oh my God, people are going to think, what on earth is this girl saying to herself? Because <laughs> I, I had hit that rock bottom situation where I was like, no, I'm stopping. And I was like, don't stop, don't stop. <laughs> I love that. That's I used to look at you like your friends and your brother are like, what are you doing in bed? That's not yeah. good. Yeah. <laughs> if I said to my boyfriend or my friends, oh, I can't wait to go for a run today, and I go, all right, then let's watch a film. I'd be like, no, that's not the attitude. Oh. Even like today, I didn't go because I had an early session and a long uni day. Um, and then I went into my twin's bedroom and he was like, oh, are you running today? I was like, it's, uh, first of all, it's raining. And no. <laughs> Getting dark. He was like, okay. Oh, thanks, Admiral, for making me feel bad. I think, like, some people, I mean, well, it is the thing, isn't it? It's runners high for starters, but like, some people are so inclined to go running over like say for example going to the gym and lifting weights like jane who we had on the commonwealth high jumper she was telling us that she hates lifting weights and i was just sat here like what like what? you're talking about my babies like don't be saying that. but um like i'm a i'm a i'm a weird egg like i will go out for a run and enjoy it but you won't catch me going out for a run in the winter because I have got a little bit of asthma and it just sets that off and it's just not a good idea at all. But I just don't like the cold. No, I mean, <laughs> I mean, to be fair, like, I don't run as much anymore because I had horses before I started bodybuilding and where I kept them, um, there was no bus. I didn't drive. I was still young and I'd run from my village to another village that they were in but it was seven miles between so i'd run yeah so i'd run seven miles there then ride for like two hours do all the jobs then run back and i'd do that like nearly every day and i don't know how i wasn't crazily skinny like because i wasn't eating a lot still and it was just (laughs) like i know like there was one day where it was hailing and it was rain. It's all uphill, by the way, to this village, like steep hill. And I literally cried my eyes out. And I was like, what is all this for? Like, I don't know why I'm doing this for. Um, but yeah, like that, I, yeah, that those days of running were, ugh. like, I do not want to be doing that again. <laughs> That's for sure. I always feel like running is like an obligation as well. Like you have to go for a run. Yeah. Like, but if you go to the gym, like if you don't fancy doing a push workout, maybe you do a pull workout. You're still mm. getting a workout. You're still enjoying yeah. it. There's variations. Yeah. Whereas if you go on a run, you're like, I literally just have to run. There's no, yeah, there's nothing there's no to stop. it other than you just go. <laughs> and you're like, oh. 
to make things worse, like, it's like you try and think to yourself, oh, let me think of a new route. And you're like, well, we don't know how long it's going to take me to do that route. Yeah. And I'm working on time. <laughs> and you're like, well, it's the same route every day. Yeah, then. <laughs> yeah same route. And then you think, oh, I'll put on a different playlist or, or a different podcast this time. Then. Mm-hmm. And then you sit there for like 20 minutes trying to find the right thing. Yeah. And then you're like, mm, too late to go out now. <laughs> that's the same with me if like my beats are not charged um or my apple watch is not charged i'm like yeah i don't have today then (laughs) my watch isn't charged i'm like oh there's no point going (laughs) that is the same but like i think sometimes when i uh like yesterday when i wasn't feeling at all after even having a conversation with my twin and he like he was he pumped me up and i was like yeah i'm gonna wake up in the morning yeah i'm gonna go on a run woke up and i was like no um there's this guy called eric thompson thomas um and i put on he's like a motivational speaker i put some of his um um what can i say podcasts on and just listen to that over and then there's one quote i don't i never forget like it's you kind of have to think to yourself like yeah you're not you don't want to go and run but somebody else in the same position that plays goalkeeper in defense goal defense it's probably going out on a run. So run. somebody there's always going to be somebody else yes. working harder, harder than you. And if you feel like it's that conversation that you have to have with yourself, like mm. it could be somebody else in the same position that I am trying to get into the Super League yeah. that is working twice as hard mm. um, and getting out there and running. So yeah. that's quite the kind of conversations I have to myself. And like, or even that conversation where like, well, these girls are in the Super League, they're getting their fitness in. Mm. Like, how can I get my fitness in even though I'm not playing netball is to ensure that when I do get my opportunity to get on court I'm at their state same standard like it does I might not be able to pass and throw as good because I haven't done that in like months now (laughs) but at least my fitness will be up there so it's like that conversation that I try to have with myself Mm, yeah I love that I'm I'm the same like listening to motivational speeches is something that I've done because like things like that help me get out of my anorexia um but especially nowadays like those same motivational speeches that I'd listened to like seven eight years ago when I had anorexia to help me get out of it like still motivate me now and there's one that I absolutely love well there's two actually one is around like you've got to want it as bad as you want to breathe and I'm like oh my god yeah that's right another one like because some of them are quotes from films and stuff and I'm sure it's from Rocky um but it's like um you've got to keep pushing forward keep moving forward and it's like whenever I'm having a tough time like with training or like bodybuilding is such a like one day you can think that you're looking insane and you're like yes like I'm definitely in line to go and get a pro card and then the next day you can think oh I'm I'm looking a bit flat today which means you don't feel as muscular and then there'll be days where you think you're looking a bit fat and then and it's just like your brain is in flux constantly and it's like you yeah. kind of got to remind yourself like right just keep pushing forward like you might feel crappy but just keep pushing forwards it's amazing like how powerful inspirational quotes are like listening to them and stuff on podcasts yeah we said we did a whole episode didn't we on motivation Mm. i feel like everyone when the pandemic kind of hit and when covid hit everyone kind of thought that everything had stopped yes Mm. like time had stopped but in reality there are still 
there's still uni work to be done, there's still sports and um, yeah. training to be done, and you have to carry on pushing through that mm. because there are still days ticking by where you you're not doing training or you're not like working on your uni work, whereas you still need to do that because mm. it's still important. Time hasn't stopped, even though it, mm. you think it has. So yeah, keep pushing forward and the whole com- like, almost compare yourself to someone that you don't know exists. Mm. Like, yeah. You can do that with sports uni, like I do it like, oh, well, a person with a higher like level degree might get the job or they might get the place, mm. uh, the master's, but mm. I won't and stuff. So I think like, yeah, motivation is one of those things where you, it's almost like you need to build like a support bubble of motivation, whether that be you and your twin or you and your friends or just you and your, yeah. friends, your Spotify. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it's like, especially like I've, I think... I've had so many no's and rejections that mm. it kind of fuels me. Like, I feel like there's certain people that I kind of need to be like, well, you said no, but look where I am now. Yeah, yeah I look so at that. That fuel inside of me. Like, yeah, like, straight out of the World Cup, there's a few Super League teams that were like, I contacted and were like, oh, no, we've already got girls that we already have in mind. And I was like, okay, cool. There's nothing I can do. Like, mm. and... And I said, you know what? I'm just going to work hard, especially I kind of think it's been a blessing this year kind of just to work yes. on, focus on my master's yes. and then really prepare, have this time to prepare myself mentally and physically for the opportunities that I can, you know, bring out for myself and knock on doors and mm-hmm. ask for those opportunities to train with certain teams and Super League teams. Um, and one thing that my mum says is she was like, sometimes some blessings are not for you. So it's not, you shouldn't dwell on things that are not meant for you. Like, mm. this is not my season to be playing in the Super League, but maybe yes. next season would be my season. Yes. So it's kind of like, sometimes you get no's and you can be like really down on that no. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, you can do something about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My, family it always says, my family always says, whatever happens, happens for a reason. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes, yeah, it doesn't quite fit. And like, you can try and make it fit, but it doesn't. But then other times, yeah. like you said, you've got no's from Super League, but, it now has made you work harder for your masters, work harder for, and mm. prep more for the next time that you might be part of the Super League and stuff. So yeah, yeah, I love that. That's I love hearing <laughs> like every single athlete that we've had on so far have said things on similar lines, and it's just oh, I get goosebumps. I'm sat here, I'm just like <laughs> yes. Lauren, every time we finish a podcast, we message each other like, oh my God, that was so good. That's such good chats. Can't wait to upload it. Honestly. No, I think what you guys are doing is great. Like, um, I've even, like, I spoke to NTU Netball and NTU Sport and I was like, I don't know what the criteria is on, like, on supporting podcasts or, you know, females and sport and stuff like that and athletes. And I was like, here's their Instagram. This is the information. (laughs) I was like, this is the information that they've given me. Um, And I said, I'll be talking to them on Wednesday. Um, So I'll I'll probably, I'll probably ask because it's the scholarship guy that I spoke to. His name is Richard. And I'll probably Mm. go, oh, Richard, he said he was going to talk to the marketing marketing team. Um, And the marketing team never got back to me. So I'll just follow up since it's coming out on Wednesday. Plus we, we, you speak about them like at the same time. It's your podcast, (laughs) your independent podcast, but you are also promoting NTU sport. Like people will listen to this and like, oh my God, I'm an athlete as well. NTU seems like the place I need to be to take care of athletes. (laughs) So it's that, it's that conversation that I'll be emailing tomorrow. Like, hey, 
you know, they had questions about NTU and stuff like that. I think it's something that you should support as well. Like, I think as females, we should 100% continue supporting oh, each other. Yeah. And that's what I said to NTU Netball. I was like, they speak to other, you know, sports. And I think it's just, like, empowering to just mm. support another female. You guys are in your individual categories that you're doing. But it's always nice to support other females. Yeah. Thank you. within netball but you have some situations where i think every i'm the only black person in the first team if that makes sense and i think it's been like that in four 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 years now um since i've been at ntu and it's that question sometimes you ask there's other black girls within other teams as well within uh, ntu netball but it's that question like how come there's not a lot and a lot more elite athletes you know that Mm. are black as well i'm happy to represent but it's nice to see more um and i was must have had this conversation with my mum because um england netball must had they were talking about black roses um and i was like and there was a few girls from mavericks that were talking and they also said oh they don't really see any you know that it's very mixed and diverse mm-hmm. but then i said mom that's down in london yeah. london is yeah it's very diverse and there's a lot more black girls that are getting involved in netball because they see the the players like sasha corbin kadeen corbin um and jody gibson out there and performing um but then i said when you come up here and there's just not a lot a lot more girls actually playing netball mm-hmm. um and i think i've experienced it quite a lot um i've been I don't feel I don't I wouldn't say I ever feel uncomfortable but it's it's what I'm used to now. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like sometimes if if another black girl sees me play and and they see and they go oh she's the only black girl to actually finally uh, for club um one of a London team must have come up um, to come and play with us and one of the girls was like oh you're the only black girl in the team and I was like yeah (laughs) and like i i had never thought about it and i was like yeah but like i I was like i'm friends with everybody here like i'm I'm good and she was like oh she she, i don't think she said it in a negative way but she just said it just just yeah Yeah, something she picked up on and then i think that's that's when 
when I ha- was having the conversation with my mum the other day and I was like, well, it's true. Like, mm. she knows nothing else. Like, there's a mixture and there's a diversity down in London. Mm. Um, but up here, there's not as much diversity. But sometimes, it's, it's sad to think, sometimes I do feel like the colour of my skin sometimes holds me back. But it's, I don't ever want to feel like that way. I always no, want to think no, no. it's always about my talents. Mm. Um, it's... It's sometimes also as well trying to build a relationship with people to get to know other people as well. Um, to be honest, netball is... I haven't had any racist problems. Um, it's just trying to get more black girls involved mm-hmm. in all across yeah. the country. Yes. All across the country to yeah. ensure that they're welcome everywhere. Um, and you can also see that within the Super League. You can see, like, uh, on the bench, I was saying to my mum, <laughs> uh, I was like, Mavericks, they've got about five black girls on the team then then you look at storm and they've only got one black girl on mm. the team and it's like it's that you can see what that you have you can see yeah. where they are from in the country without yeah from the country mm. yeah so it, it's it's just that it's just trying to get a lot more it's how how you get a lot more girls involved in netball and i'm not gonna lie netball is expensive like when mm. i start, first started especially regionals and county you'd have to pay like 300 400 pounds yeah. and at first i was like that's when I first said to my mum, I was like, well, that's why black girls do not participate. I was lucky enough, Leicestershire, where I live, I live I, I live in Leicester, they they have, you know, they support sport, uh, athletes. So we kind of had, I had, I had them supporting me and helping me, you know, pay the fees. But it's like that whole concept, if you don't have, you know, mm. counties helping athletes, it's kind of hard, especially if you don't have the funds. It's, I'm not sure about the prices at the moment, but netball can be very expensive. Yeah. My friend does netball, and it's, it's sometimes it's even the kit like sh- getting good shoes and quality shoes are expensive. Yeah, yeah. you can't just get a pair of Nike trainers. You need no, to you can't. <laughs> net, netball shoes, and then you have you have to for kit, and then you have like training kit and com- like actual game kit, and mm. yeah, yeah. So, no, but no, I've I've. I've Saying I've experienced racism, I haven't experienced racism. I think it's um, just trying to how how as a as a sport we can get become more diverse and get more black girls actually taking part. Especially my first year, there was not a lot. There was not at all within the actual society of black girls taking mm. part of netball. Um, and I I would feel I would hope I've made a difference in ensuring that I've spoke to a few girls and be like oh come come and trial yeah it's all welcoming you, you can play however you want if you want to do social if you want to do competitive mm. so I'd, i would hope that i've motivated or been a good role model to say yeah. oh you know you can come and join and play netball at ntu sport um i've also i've applied i don't know if you guys saw it i've applied to be you know that discussion on female uh, diversity in sport yes. um, yeah. about the bane community so i've also uh, applied for that um i'm yet to hear back yeah. Um, just, I just want to, it's just having that conversation of, you know, when you have freshers fairs to have a little bit more diversity, yes. um, out there. So they know that everybody's welcome to come yes. and to participate yeah. in sports. So, yeah. Well, oh. it's the same with cheerleading. Like you just, when you think of a cheerleader, you think of a, it's so rude and it's so ter- stereotypical, but mm. our committee, the past three years that I've been on it, I think there's been like one black woman mm. one black girl on each yeah. like part of the committee mm. and you go to like the freshers fairs 
and it's just tall blonde pretty girls yeah and i'm like that is you can't portray a sport in that way no. yeah and then that's what yeah. the sport is known for for yeah. the rest of the year and um i suppose with you as well like netball again you said you're the only black woman in the first teams if mm. someone isn't even a, an elite netballer so you kind of went in knowing you were good at netball so mm. was, you had the confidence to go and play it where yeah there's, there's, I bet there's plenty of black, black girls that are like, I'm not that good at netball. And then they go to like a freshers fan, they're like, oh, I don't really see anyone yeah. that's like me. Yeah. First of all, she doesn't have the confidence because she's not a good netballer. And then second of all, mm. she doesn't have the confidence because she doesn't see anyone else of colour. She doesn't see any mm. other black girls. And then it kind of just, it's another thing that knocks her down from trying it. So yeah, what you're doing is really good to like, yes. try and get more yeah. involved and trying yes. to say, look, just because I'm the only one doesn't mean you there can't be more. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Yes. I think it's exactly what you said. It's having that conversation with NTU Sport, NTU Netball, and mm. other sports teams and saying, I think this is where we're going wrong, like marketing-wise, promoting-wise, yes. and actual visual-wise as well, people seeing this, or even people having conversations. So it's ensuring that we can get that done. And then I'm sure, like, within cheerleading, netball, and other sports, we'll see a huge difference mm. um, after the next couple of years of people taking part and participating. Mm. Yeah, I think it's it's still... It's getting better, don't get me wrong. It's not amazing. Mm. Yeah. still need to work on it. But I feel like every year that there is progress and you, you do see more and more, not just in yeah. university sport, but yeah. just in general. So mm. it's kind of a yeah. thing. With the events that happened last year, I think it spurred people even further to yes. do the whole Black Lives Matter movement and to do the whole actually know we can be involved in other yeah. things. Yeah. So. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think it, as well with netball since, as I said, from my first year, I think it's definitely developed. Um, I'm seeing a lot more black girls taking part and even being involved with the society. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was two years ago, um, we've, uh, we had um, Maddie. She was our first... I, I don't know if she's uh, the first black president that we've had for netball, but okay. she was one of our presidents, mm-hmm. which is great. It's, again, within the society, trying to build more, having more BAME people within societies and within the leadership of the societies as well would be great as well. Yes. Yeah. I think, um, you know, in bodybuilding especially, like, I've got quite a few friends, uh, women that are black, and it's just like... So for me to hear in other sports, it's interesting. Um, because, yeah. yeah, I mean, I guess bodybuilding in the UK has been something that's fairly new over the years. Um, but yeah, I've, I I can think of so many women, at, like so many women, and I think that's so lovely. But there is definitely improvement that needs to be made within sports. And like you said, with like promoting the sports, and I guess there are things that NTU could do to boost that further and, you know, really promote that. And I can really tell by the way that you speak that you're so passionate about it. And again, yeah. you keep giving me goosebumps. I'm just like, this girl. like I love it. Like the empowering chats that we have on this podcast, I come away from it and I'm like, wow. Like like Brit said, like we literally do have conversations after each episode and we're like, like we come away so empowered and so inspired and motivated. And like there's not been one guest that we've not, you know, had on so far that I've come away and thought, well, that was a crap episode. Like that's not happening. <laughs> not happened like I'm not gonna lie I was a little bit scared about it when we first started I was like how's this gonna go and like 
Oh, I'm so, I feel so blessed. I don't know if you do, Britt, but like, honestly, it's been amazing. And like, just before we start this episode as well, and I think it's really important for us to say thank you as well, is that just the listeners, the amount of listeners we've had recently and some of our favourite episodes, other people have also favoured and it's just, it's so lovely. And, you know, for us to keep this going and to build it and it would be great if NTU could recognise it as well, actually. Um, yeah, Like, definitely. we, we got to keep this, like, sisterhood, you know? we got to keep yeah. this going. <laughs> I agree. No, I was literally, I was literally sitting down um when I got your message from my mum and I was like oh my god mum this has come out of nowhere because I think for me I think we must have discussed this as a, as a athletes as athletes we get up and down especially yeah. us females depending on the certain time of the month we we're emotional can mm-hmm. I say and you can sometimes feel like oh my god like especially me I'm like I need to be here I need to I need to be performing at this level yeah. I need to for I was like, people are going to forget that I'm out here. So mm-hmm. it's like, and then for you guys to then drop me a message and be like, oh, you know, Adelaide, you know, would want to talk to you. And I was just like, oh, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, people still... So it's like, oh, okay. You know, people are still, my achievements, you know, are, you know, I can do something. I can speak, you know, about my achievements and motivate other people. Mm-hmm. Um, and no, I'm just so grateful um and as you said i'm also i feel very blessed to have this opportunity um it's i've spoken about many things that i love to talk about and you know get a lot of a lot of people to get be aware about as well and just as you said i think it's great to have a nice fun conversation educate Mm. yourself and uh, and have that motivation um to get you through you know covid and afterwards and it'll be great and i know your podcast is going to do great and it'll be great hopefully depending you can have you you know us episodes fives come back after episode 50 or 500 or something like that let's see how she's doing i love that yeah that's so lovely no we're definitely we've already had this discussion that like everyone we've had on so far they are definitely coming back we're definitely having like more episodes with you oh um actually what you said leads on perfectly <laughs> physiology we ask our athletes if you don't want to go into again too much detail that's fine um we want to know how menstrual cycles and how the whole female physiology has affected you in your performance whether it's affected you performing whether it's affected you emotionally and mentally and if you've had any complications and yeah we just like to know the details so lauren can ask more specific questions if she wants (laughs) (laughs) i think probably with me um i think it's during playing actually performing i don't think i have any problems but i think it's like this time where it's very quiet like i don't really have a routine it's when i'm i can get really emotional about the smallest little things i could i could get upset with myself that i haven't worked out or be like okay you you chose to be in your bed instead of having you know a good workout or even going into the gym 
um, or then start to think about why I'm not in a certain position in my life um, within my sport. It's it's those conversations that you have, but I think it's it's great to have conversations, listen to podcasts, listen mm-hmm. to motivational speakers, just to sort of ground you and you know yes. contain your emotions. Yes. <laughs> And so you can just be like, listen, <laughs> you're fine. In a few days, you'll forget about all of yeah. this. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, wow. Yeah, there's times when I can just drop a fork and cry. <laughs> and yeah. you're like, don't cry, don't cry. You know what? <laughs> that is so accurate. Because when was it? Oh, it must... I think it was the first lockdown. I'm obsessed with peanut butter. I love peanut butter. And I was making some crumpets. And I went to get my peanut butter. And it was a fresh jar. And... Yeah. Mum, uh, you know because they were strict on you going to supermarkets and stuff and it fell out the cupboard and it smashed and i just started crying and my mum was like what is going on she was like are you okay like i'll get you another jar tomorrow or something like chill and i was like you don't understand <laughs> that is me like honestly some of the stuff that your menstrual cycle makes you do and like your emotions are all over the place and to be honest i think what i mentioned earlier in this episode like that i've had crying sessions in the gym most of it has been because of that i've been so fatigued that i i I know that's the reason but i won't accept it i'm like no i'm a powerhouse i'm gonna power through this like even if i'm fatigued and like it doesn't happen and my body's just like nope like nope you're not doing it <laughs> you know yeah so it's like even like you could be angry or whatever emotion that you have and then you get onto the or go to training and you could be doing like a certain exercise or drill and then that just gets you so pumped and you actually forget about all of that emotion or Mm, you're kind of releasing it as well or even if you have a game and it's like a rivalry game so let's say we're playing uni of Mm. and it's just like yeah this is the best time (laughs) 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 to be mad and angry and then at the end of it you're just like oh and you just feel much much better so i think sport sport can actually be very very good for you at the same time yes it can yeah i think for some athletes, maybe uh, some females not being in that situation can be like, oh, then you start to think of other things that doesn't help you. And then you have to try and get yourself act out and, you know, active to help yourself with that situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because without sport, I reckon, I mean, sometimes even I just go, I'm just going to eat some ice cream in bed. Yeah. <laughs> and you feel so much worse about it. Or like, you cry and then you almost feel embarrassed that you've cried like i've been all the times i've cried in front of my boyfriend and i'm like i'm so sorry he was like what you're apologizing for and he was like yeah it's calm though like it happens but i expect it every month so i don't know why you <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, true. but well, then there are times then you're like i could just go to the gym unless like i'm having physical symptoms but yeah going to the gym putting some music in that you really enjoy and i'm working out or just training going for a run if you're feeling physically up to it and it's just the mental side can do so much better mm-hmm. for you yeah i think exercise just solves a lot of problems it does. Exercise it really cures <laughs> quite a lot of things exercises <laughs> um so i mean like i've just been saying this whole conversation has been crazily empowering and inspiring but we have obviously got to draw it to a close so 
Just to finish off, what are your future goals? We ask every guest what are their future goals. And I think it just really brings this lovely conversation to a close. But yes, please enlighten us. What are your future goals? So hopefully in the next Super League team, I'm hoping to either be in the 12 or as a training partner and build myself into the 12 Um any Super League team, I'll be working very hard ensuring that my fitness is up um, and that I'm ready and prepared to be in that position um, to get my give myself the opportunity to um, to be seen um, in the soup in the Super League um, scene. Um, as I said, as you said in my intro, I've not touched the Super League I've not had my debut yet mm-hmm. um it's crazy to I even say to my my parents and my twin and my my little brother I'm like it's crazy how have I touched the World Cup scene and still but I still strive <laughs> so hard like it's, it's it's so deeply in me that I'm like I have to I have to touch the court on the yeah. Super League scene um so I that's something that I have to, have to, have to achieve, hopefully by next year, um, definitely next season, hopefully. Mm-hmm. And just continue performing with the national team. Um, my goal within the Zimbabwe national team is to hopefully as well, um, South Africa as well, 2023? Yeah, 2023. Um, hopefully be there in South Africa, in Cape Town, performing yeah. there and hopefully get more, a few more caps yeah. as well. Um <laughs> And hopefully with COVID this year, hopefully go to my first, um, there's the African Championships as well. Um, that's also held in South Africa and hopefully mm-hmm. perform there. Yeah, and just just develop as a player. Um, <laughs> Basically just smash it. Just go out and just, just smash it. <laughs> just like, okay, I'm just doing amazing. <laughs> yeah. I love that. I love that. Well, honestly, like, keep working at it keep pushing forward keep listening to your motivational speeches and like I have every faith in you and I know Britt does as well and we love to keep um, in touch with all of the athletes that have been on so please update us like honestly always keep us updated uh, I will do it and I'm definitely gonna be listening to you guys every Friday now oh. I, I think <laughs> I think it's not just because I've been on here because I think some people will be like listening and be like, oh, Adelaide's just saying this because she's on here. I was like, no, no. Oh. It's just, I think it's it's great. Um, I think it's just something that I've learned within COVID. Like, it's great to be supporting other people, listening. Mm-hmm. And I think listening and educating yourself with other people, it's, it's amazing. And listening to other people's experiences. Like, I've learned a lot just hearing and talking, ha- having like, this conversation with you ladies. Yeah. So it's having that and continues with the guests that you have and growing yeah. as an athlete even getting more tips with those other people that you speak to with during the year the year as the year goes by so yeah, yeah. oh thank you so much i mean thank i highly so yeah i highly do recommend like listening to all of our elites so far because every single one that we have come away with we were like wow i was not expecting that like some of the stories <laughs> like honestly but no thank you so much for coming on it has been an absolute pleasure and like i said we're always going to keep in touch me and brit want to know what you're doing we want to know everything no problem <laughs> but thank you no. so much and thank you so much for listening guys um so next week we will have another elite guest on but i won't announce who that is till monday but for now 
goodbye and we'll see you next week bye, bye.